You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Ian, look at this. What, it's a police box. What on earth is he doing here? Well, these things are usually on the street. A billiard. A billiard, you feel it? Faint vibration. It's alive. Earth Station Food. A fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. Hold tight. You never know where the TARDIS is going next. Blossom, yes, Blossom. It's the only sad thing. I want to know what happens next. Right then. Doctor, whoever I'm about to be. You're it. Hey there, Whovians, and welcome to another episode of the Earth Station Who podcast. This time we are going back to the 10th Doctor era. That's right. We are looking at Dr. Donna. That's right. We are going to season four of Doctor Who, and it's going to be a lot of fun, actually. We have not actually done the Doctor's Daughter, and, you know, it's a whipple wobbly <laughs> time. Sound right. <laughs> I know it does not sound right. <laughs> It doesn't sound right, especially when we haven't, but way. David Tennant has. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, it's interesting. He married his own daughter. So, <laughs> and we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll be joking about this quite a bit during this episode. And as you could hear, we have, of course, Miss Mary Ogle is here. Hi, everybody. It is fantastic to be here. And Mr. Mike Gordon is here too. Howdy. He's being a little more reserved on the jokes. About <laughs> trying, trying, trying to. Uh, he's he's trying, trying to cla- classy it up. Trying to climb my way out of the toilet. Well, well, <laughs> we've enjoyed this for way too long. We've been. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's two seconds in and I already went there. Hey, you know, it's it's a fun thing that we're, you know, going to talk about tonight. And I haven't seen this one, I think, since the first time it aired. I think this is. It was only the, it wasn't that I disliked this one, but I just never went back and watched it for some reason. Did we review this on our station one? I don't think we did. Wow. I, it's, uh, I find it hard to believe. I think it's been a long time since I've seen it, that's for sure. I don't know how many times I saw it back, you know, when it first came out or whatever, but um, probably a couple. But uh, yeah, this is, it, was, it, it brought a lot of things back, that's for sure. I think on Earth Station One, we started with the Matt's, the beginning of the Matt Smith era. We didn't. Maybe. But then we danced around. We did dance around a little bit, but I don't think we did this one. 
Gotcha. Because well, then it was, it's it was, good we're doing it now, then. Exactly. <laughs> and that's actually interesting because there's a few from this season that I didn't rewatch, you know. So this will be fun when we go back to do more of these because we haven't done this. I don't think we've done the Santarin episode. We haven't done. The episode on the Agatha Christie one either. No, Agatha Christie no. we didn't do. We didn't do the Ood one. So I think the only ones we've done is the, um, of course, Partners in Crime. And I think we've done. It's amazing the lack of Donna episodes we've done. Yeah, yeah. we need to go back and do these. Well, hopefully. Donna's we'll, awesome. We'll try to get a lot of these done actually before we, you know, before she returns for the 60th anniversary. And actually, it's a great segue to jump into because we got some news for the 60th anniversary specials. Woohoo! We actually got titles of the episodes and we got a mini trailer. So it's, you know, it's interesting to see what we got. And, you know, we're still under the assumption that it's Dr. 14, David Tennant. And of course, then we have Donna with him. And, so we don't know if they're together in all three episodes or if they build towards her joining with him. I'll be very curious to see, you know, what they're going to be doing with it. But the titles yeah. we got were The Star Beast, Wild Blue Yonder, and The Giggle. So, well, you know, I think, obviously, The Star Beast, that has to be the meep, you know, was it Beep the Meep? Beep the Meep, yeah, because wasn't it called, I think the comic was called The Star Beast. I think so. So, it'll be very curious to see, and so I don't know if... It's just, uh, I guess, you know, ironically, maybe not ironically, uh, but uh, maybe uh, a pun, but uh, it makes me laugh that David Tennant's possible last outing as Doctor Who, uh, on Doctor Who, could be uh, an episode named The Giggle. Very true. <laughs> It's like, wow, that that doesn't sound sounds very anticlimactic. Mm -hmm. What did you guys think of the trailer? Did you watch it? I know, Mike, you you're not yeah. watching the trailer, so did you did you watch it? Did is you watch the, it? Is that the one that was like really short? It was the yeah. It just showed the titles of it. And it showed the titles and a few little scenes. And, yeah, it, I I think I did, but I quickly. I don't think I. Uh, I remember seeing um, Neil Patrick Harris in a tux. And Doctor and Donna running around, and that's about all I saw. Okay, so all I can remember, anyway. I mean, uh, we saw we saw him dancing with Neil Patrick Harris because, as we all know, the Doctor dances. Of course, he does. <laughs> but we also <laughs> got um, that one. Basically, an ET type scene with uh, Beep and like oh, yeah. toys, and literally Donna pokes him in the eye, and it moves. <laughs> And she's like, oh, my God, what is that? You know, typical. What the hell? Mm -hmm, exactly. So. It's only yeah. Catherine Tate can. Oh, of yes. Course. Yeah, she's she has she's great at reaction shots. She has some of the best reactions. So, yeah, it it was interesting. And you know what? I am. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And we don't have dates yet. All we know is November 2023. But that's it. Yeah, of course. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's typical. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure we'll get other trailers as it gets closer. Oh, and, sure. Especially you know, once uh, Disney really starts taking over and 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 promoting it. Mm -hmm. 
Because I mean, we there was very little information in this trailer. Yeah. Was, I, I have to say, no, I was uh, I was wrong uh, about something. Uh, it like happens every this. once in a while. It happens once every once in a while. Uh, I thought for sure when HBO Max turned to Max that the Doctor Who uh, content would disappear. Nope. But this is okay. uh, this is day one of Max as we're recording this, and uh, this afternoon I pulled up. Uh, the episode and watched it. I didn't have to get out, break open my DVD set. Um, so uh, as of right now, uh, Max is still showing uh, Doctor Who, at least uh, quote unquote new Who. Um, so how long that'll last, we have no idea. It'll be very interesting because I was that was one of the things I was going to bring up when we were discussing the episode was that Max has Doctor Who still, and they haven't made the transition to disney plus yet so i don't know if disney is waiting till november to start it or what we don't know yeah who knows they nobody said anything and i don't know maybe there's some contract with max that they have to you know wait out before they can switch over but they have not told us anything they might wait till the end of the month that's so unlike them i know <laughs> yeah. to, not, to not reveal things like that. I mean, usually it's, it's, they're so informative about dates. They're usually so transparent. <laughs> it was funny too because when you turn, you know, open the you know HBO app on the TV, it automatically switched over to Max, and it was interesting because you know we were like, oh look, HGTV, Discovery, Cooking Channel, all this stuff is now on Max. I'm not going to watch one thing of it. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm not interested in any of it. No. Yeah. Exactly. They, they, they double the content, yet half of it is like, means nothing to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah. It's yeah, it was, it was not the most exciting debut. I am not all of a sudden going to start watching Guy Fieri or start watching, <laughs> you know, the Property Brothers or House Hunters or something all of a sudden. Maybe I'll start going back to watch Mythbusters if they still have that. But you know, but that I did would, not see that one added. But uh, that would be cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. God forbid they actually put on programs that we want to watch. Oh, of course. I mean, there's a lot. Like if you're if you're into sharks, lots of programming for you. Oh, Shark Week is going to be your time. You know, definitely. And then you could have just switched. You don't even have to switch, and you could watch the Meg. So it's even perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all sharks all the time. <laughs> all sharks all the time. Yes. So awesome, awesome folks. Um, other Doctor Who news. We have a, a couple of new Doctor Who books. The first one we were going to talk about is by this new author. His name is Fraser Hines. And, oh, I wonder who that is. Never heard he, of him. He's doing Evil of the Daleks, which I thought there already was a novelization of it. So. Yeah, I don't know. I was kind of surprised. I was like, oh, he's they're doing a novelization of one of the missing ones, but this isn't missing. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know, it it would have I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to diss the, the, the book before it even comes out or whatever, but I'm like, I would be more excited if Fraser Hines was giving us a novelization of the Highlanders. I would be like I would be all over that. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. It's you know, interesting they chose Evil of the Daleks. Like, yeah, I can't quite figure out why. Yeah, I mean, Fraser's not a new author. He's written before, so this oh, is not. Yeah, this is not. Uh, 
something that is beyond him, but it is kind of an odd thing. <laughs> it is. So hopefully this means more too, will come. Because, you know, there's the Target novelization. I had it as a kid, you know, mm. I had all the Target books. But, you know, and it's interesting, too, because isn't Evil the Daleks one that we reviewed fairly recently when they came out with the animated, you know, version of it? Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, I, I was under the assumption that some of it was missing, but you're right. I think it's because, I mean, it, yeah, it was animated besides. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's... some of it is missing. But, yeah, I mean, it is kind of weird that, you know, it's just odd. Like I said, I, I, I wish, uh, it, you know, I think I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm curious about this. Uh, but, like I said, I'd be really excited if this was the Highland. Oh, of course, because, you know. It's a personal story for him and everything. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. Very personal. And uh, I mean, who better? Like, you know, to, to, to write that novelization. So uh, I, um, yeah. So I don't want to like, you know, yuck anybody's yum, but I just was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah, this is weird. Feels, yeah. It feels like it kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> It was an interesting choice, but okay. Yeah, but this is a, yeah, this is, as you said, this is an official BBC book. It's not like. It's not a Target book or something like that. No, no. So, interesting. And then um, there's been reports that there's going to be six more Doctor Who books coming out in October. Yes, it's official. And it's for, uh, it's for the 60th anniversary and they're going to do, each book represents a decade. And there will be six books in October, October 23rd. And um, I have not heard of any of these authors except for the first one, who was Jacqueline Rayner, who wrote a couple episodes uh, back in the 10th Doctor era. So, but there, it's six different doctors, six different decades. And um, actually, they, um, you know, they sound kind of interesting. They, they do already have the blurbs up for each of them. And, so, and you know it's always exciting to get to get new tie-in content for an anniversary. So good, good on you, BBC. They're they're official BBC books, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad they are they are doing some some extra content for the 60th. Because I, yeah, I remember I had heard about them. It's going to be mostly the new Doctors and then a Tom Baker story. Yeah, it looks like the six. That well, there, there's the first Doctor. Right. That's yeah, right. I was going to say that each cover that they've released has. I don't know if these are actually going to be the covers that uh, are on the books, but it's got a uh, sort of a silhouette of one of the Doctors, and it looks like it goes the first Doctor, and then I think that's Peter Capaldi, uh, and then Tom Baker, David Tennant. Uh, they think it's Christopher Eccleston. Okay, yeah, yeah, thank you. I was like, um, <laughs> I was <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's a little hard to tell. Yeah, yeah, on some yeah. of them. And then uh, is that Jody at the end? I think that's Jody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with all that hair, I was like, is that Matt? No. Jody. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. It took me a second, but I, I'm pretty sure it's Jody. <laughs> so odd assortment of uh, doctors that are chosen, um, but uh, yeah, these are interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of all over the place, the doctors they chose. Um, but, you know, ho- hopefully they'll, they'll have done a, a good job. I have found the, the books to be kind of up and down. Some of them are really good and some of them are really not. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's but... been a long time since I've read an original Doctor Who novel. So um... yeah, I've read a few um, back. Well, I read a lot of the older ones, and I've read a few of the newer ones. But yeah, it's been a, a while for me too. The last original one I read was the Family of Blood. One that they did. Oh wow, that was Paul a long time. Now. Yeah, I have that well, one, but I and I love that episode so much, but I haven't read the, read the original story. Um, I, I think, think the last. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I think the last one I read was. Um, Oh, I had it and I just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> All the mention of uh, Family of Blood, I was like, oh, yeah. Um, uh, all right, Mary, you better go because I can't remember what. Uh, all right. What well, the last one I read was uh, the the River Song. Yes. One. Right. That's oh, what I was Melanie thinking. Malone. Yeah. Yes. Me- the Melody Malone one. I did read that one, too. Sorry. So I haven't read. I read the the Melody Malone one, but I haven't read the one that she wrote yet. Yeah, I haven't read. I've got it, but I haven't read it yet. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the one I haven't written, I haven't read the one written by Alex Kingston yet, but I read the one written by, I can't remember who it was now. Justin uh, Richards. Justin Richards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. My um, favorite. Our favorite. Your favorite guy. Sorry. As we say, as as Mikey G's uh, so succinctly pointed out, the Chris Chibnall of the books. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We were talking about that beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. There's and been so many. Who uh, had 18 minutes into the podcast that we brought up Chibnall. So there you go. Yeah. But see, we weren't disparaging him. We were disparaging <laughs> Justin Richards. So. I think we were disparaging both, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were equal opportunity disparagers there. <laughs> <laughs> At least I will take credit for disparaging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, I feel uh, well it's not a real episode until we disparage chris <laughs> right but uh no i mean unfortunately i mean i would I, I have to say i haven't read a lot by justin but the ones i have have been really uh uneven they just so yeah, yeah haven't so, been great um and and he's really prolific as far as doctor who novels uh oh which yeah so, which is so strange <laughs> but i will admit that if his name is on it i'm I'm, I'm not less enthusiastic. Yeah, and I was kind of like, "Oh, he's not doing one of these six. So yeah, I'm surprised because it usually is. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, looks like they've got different people uh, doing these. So uh, it should be interesting. I don't know. I, you know, uh, it depends on what uh, what we want to do if we want to cover anything like this because it's been a while since we've done a novel, if at all. Uh, I don't think we've ever have. Yeah. Except for, well, we kind of did when we did Shada, right? Because we wrote, we read the novelization. Oh, that's right. We did. Yeah. And we read the novelization. We watched the, yeah. yeah we watched it, listened to it. The cartoon. <laughs> we yeah. watched it, listened to it, and yeah. And then, yeah, and, and read it. So, yeah. So I think that's the last time that we did one on the book, uh, on the show. Yeah. Well, yeah, we don't do too many comics either. So. Yeah. But but I mean, think about it. We have all this material we can cover before we have to get down to Trial of the Time Lord. So that's great. Mm. Oh, we have years and years. Of- <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think we yeah, we could probably drag it out for the next hundred I'll, years if I'll we really even wanted to. Class before I watch Trial. Of the Time. <laughs> wow. 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 Goodness gracious. 
Uh, well, then there's even class big finish you can listen to beforehand. <laughs> you know what? You might get desperate enough to do. <laughs> well, so we'll have to wait and, and see. And for those people listening, we really do like Doctor Who. We love Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> we we really do. Uh, yeah. No, honestly, we do. We do. But uh, I think yeah. Well, stay tuned. We might we might be gushing in a few minutes. Exactly. Speaking of that, we want to hear from you guys at home. Please feedback at earthstationwho.com. And if this is your first time listening to us, we do doc love Doctor Who. We really, really do. <laughs> and if you are a first time listener, thank you. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back in a moment. I'm Gina Shock from the Go-Go's, fabulous drummer of the Go-Go's. Hi, this is Tony Levin of King Crimson. Hi, this is David Fisher of the Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. Hi, this is Richard Evans. I am the author of Listening to the Music the Machines Make. Hi, this is Teresa Kariakis, punk rock photographer. Hi, I'm Tom Bojour, author of Nothing But a Good Time, and you are listening to Modern Musicology. Modern Musicology. Modern Musicology. You're listening to Modern Musicology. So, you know, pay attention. You might learn something. Welcome back to our station. Who we're going back to the year. Ready for this, folks? We are going back to the wild year of 2008. God, I can't believe it's that long already. Wow, that was a wild year. That's, yeah. We went into a big recession that year. Exactly. That's 15 years ago. That's I think crazy. everybody I knew got laid off that year, one time or another. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I did that year too. So. Thanks, Chibnall. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. It was interesting. It was it was an interesting year for Doctor Who because we had the returning Donna Noble as you know, because she was first introduced in The Runaway Bride, and then you know, then we brought in Martha and we had the season with her, and then we had the now we have the season with Donna as the companion. And this was an amazing season. I love this season. It's one of my favorite tenant seasons. Yeah, we've got uh, Billy popping up every other episode, too. Yes, I know. I couldn't remember. I was like, is she going to be in this one? I thought at the end, maybe she we'd see her yeah. like around the corner or something. And I was like, oh, not yet. Not yet. No. No, no. We get Martha. We get Martha, though, because she started traveling again with the doctor in the last episode. Because that was the Santarin story. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was the Poison Sky, I think, was the one before that. Yeah, it's the Poison Sky. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because this was a fun episode. And I think I said at the beginning of the show, I haven't seen this one since it first aired back in 2008. And at the time, of course, they weren't. I think they were showing it like a year later here on Siffy at the time. Because I know I didn't see it until I got the Blu-rays or actually DVDs at the time. So it was interesting to see and it was it was fun. This was a this one this one moved very quickly for me. It didn't slow down and very fast. It just flew the 42 minutes was like boom, it's done. It's like what? 
and from the very first scene and everything. And you got introduced to Jenny and who is the doctor's daughter wife? No, not wife. Not yet. No, no, (laughs) not ever. Ever. (laughs) It's the actor's wife. Yes. Uh, not to mention, yes. she's the daughter of a former doctor. Oh, a former I mean, it's doctor. so, it's so, it's, I mean. It's very I, Doctor Who. <laughs> yes, it is really very Doctor Who. Uh, uh, yeah, it is kind of crazy. But this is my introduction to Georgia. Uh, I don't oh, yeah. think I'd seen her before. Um, and uh, I, saw yeah. her, I saw her after this in Merlin when I watched that series. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen her in anything else actually since that since this. So, yeah, if you're, uh, I highly recommend you watch Staged because she's great in that. Oh, mm-hmm. nice, nice. That is awesome. So yeah, this is the fourth season, sixth episode, and it is a ton of fun. It is interesting, and I love the casting in this. This, you know, you had, you know. You had King Arthur as the bad guy in this from Excalibur. <laughs> this was just awesome. It was really, really it was, Nigel Terry was awesome in this episode, and and it's interesting because you come into the impression that this war has been going on for generations, and technically it has. Yeah, it has. <laughs> They're just really short generations. <laughs> yeah, very short. Yeah. <laughs> And I loved how it was Donna that figured out how long the war had been going on for. Oh, that was awesome that she was she was the one who was paying attention to that throughout the whole episode. And then then you really don't know where it's going. And then she figures it out in the end. That's mm-hmm. that was that I love that they they gave Donna that to do. Yeah. I'm not sure why Martha's even there. <laughs> Martha's storyline is weird because there's I as a as a Martha fan, I, I always love seeing Freema return to the role, except when she's with somebody else. Um which I think they hint at at the end of this one. Uh which no, she was engaged to the guy from the season before. Oh right. Right, right. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So he, he who must not be named is not. No, thank there God. Yet. Thank goodness. No. Okay. So we can move on from that. But, but, uh, you know, as much as I like seeing her, um, I mean, right away within the first five minutes, she's the screaming companion, right? She's like, ah, I'm getting, and she screams, screams well, but it's like, ah, it's like, really? She hasn't learned to defend herself at all. Come on, give her something. And then she kind of gets out of it. And then, uh she does pretty well until she accidentally gets one of them one of the uh hind killed or the half killed and i'm like i thought i kept hoping he was going to pop back but he doesn't and i'm like this is really horrible like why did they do this to her mm-hmm. yeah they there was really no reason for it either they're just and yeah, they just want to torture Martha. Yeah, she just shows up at the end to do nothing, to just, you know, sort of just stand there and gawk. And I was like, man, this is not a good use of Freeman's talent and a, not a good use of the, the Martha character. So uh, I I did not remember that from uh, watching it this time. I think at the at the time when I watched it, I was just so happy to have her back because um, she's one of my favorites. And yeah, and watching it this time, I was like, man, she is not used very well at all. No, not at all. No, there's no reason for her to be mm-hmm. there. And 
why didn't she you know she couldn't reach the the half you know who was well, she doesn't even try no, she doesn't she, she just, just stands there and stares at him she stares what? at it as he's sinking why not stick a leg out there you know, <laughs> you know? oh my Something. god yeah exactly and to be fair he went down pretty fast he went down faster than she was going yeah. i guess maybe because she was that's why i thought he was going to be okay i thought he was going in and he was going to pop out somewhere else well also i thought well maybe he can just breathe in there exactly yeah, that's what i was thinking too i'm like it is kind of liquidy maybe he's fine uh but yeah that's yeah. it you know they they just needlessly put her through uh not good stuff so i mean at the end she doesn't even help really like the half understand what the doctors do like it's just she has no purpose there at the end and it's just in the third act and i uh yeah not really good use Mm-mm. i don't disagree with you there i at, but, you know in the beginning again, was in the beginning where they kind of explain where uh, Jenny comes from, it happens so fast and you have to play catch up uh, with like how, what, like, well, how was she created? What, what was going on there? And it's really, I, I found it really confusing um, and not really sure what was going on until, I don't know, midway through the episode or whatever, when there's a chance to breathe a little bit. And that's the only real time we get. Um, and, uh, cause this, this story moves, it's, they're trying to tell, you know, way too big of, of an story. story in, in just a short amount of time here. Yeah. yeah. They do cram a lot. They take a lot and, of shortcuts. And, yeah. That that's true. And I like, I'm not like the whole Martha thing. I think probably they could have done without. Oh yeah. But that I know they were, they were trying to build up sympathy for the half, but it didn't really work because they didn't have enough time. No. They were cool it. looking though. I give them that. I oh yeah, that, oh, I like the design. Was of them. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. the production the design. design was really good in this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, usually Did they you ever know, say like, what yeah. what they were. You know, were they the actual pe- creatures from the planet or? No, they they came with the spaceship. Yeah. It was the half and the humans, and it was right. a like a joint venture. Right. But then the mission commander dies, and they start fighting each other for power. Yeah, that wasn't really explained very well either. Um, yeah, they they did not dwell on that. It was just sort of again crammed in at the end. Yeah. Um it didn't make sense. Yeah. No. Oh no. No, it didn't make sense. <laughs> no. Well, I found, you know, I mean, it's cool that they gave uh Donna like a key to to figuring stuff out, but to be honest with you, I didn't think that made any sense either. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, well, we just happened to put a date on everything like after we make it. It's like, really? That's that's done like like who well, does that, that? well that's well, that humans do that yeah. actually yeah. i mean when often there's like a cornerstone where they stamp a date when they build a building yeah i was gonna say that that didn't surprise me at all it was that was the least confusing of this episode <laughs> <laughs> you know because it's like you know these they've only been there for seven days in the generations and everything. And it's basically the store, the basically the game telephone where, you know, you have one story and over right. time things degrade. And that's what was the story over the generations. It, you know, it degraded the story and everything. And, you know, for something that was only seven days old, like, like Donna said, it was like the place was a wreck and the doctor had to correct her and said, no, it wasn't used yet. It was 
you know, waiting to be used. Yeah. The, it just, the, the time frame though, that to construct that, if it, if they did do that, it, you know, like, and then the generations that, I mean, I, I get it. It's, it's compressed, but it's still, I mean, I don't know. I, in these, in these hands, uh, it just wasn't, it didn't work for me. Okay. Like, I just thought those two things like, yeah, it's kind of a neat concept, but you're, it's not really, it's not really playing out that that makes any sort of sense to me. Uh, yeah. Well, sorry. I mean, plot, plot wise, I agree with you. It, yeah, there were a lot of problems with it, but I kind of hand waved that away because I really like the interaction between Jenny and the doctor and, and Donna. That's the that, key. That that part was really fun. That's the key to this. I mean, it's called the doctor's daughter. It's not called like half and half not or something, right? It's called right. like the doctor's <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> um sorry, I couldn't resist. Um <laughs> so I mean that's that's the key to this and uh and that, you know, uh him having a daughter bringing up the fact that he's had family in the past and what's happened to them. And you get to see David really just play around. Like he's so good with uh, these emotions, these different emotions of guilt and anger and mm-hmm. loss and regret. It's mm-hmm. just like, I mean, he just does it all like with his face in the manner, in the matter of like seconds and, and you follow along so well, it's just such an amazing performance by him. Well, the I mean, Catherine Tate's... when he, yeah. you know, when he saw that she had two hearts, yeah. 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 I mean, like, Catherine Tate's really good too, because when he tells her that, the, the look on her face, it just, her face just falls. It's like, oh, you know, I had a, I had a daughter, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I don't want to go through this again. And, you know, it was just the look on her face was just the emotion. It was like, I didn't know. And it's like, of course, I didn't tell you, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that, that exchange where she said, you know, doctor, you talk a lot but you don't say anything. And he's like, Mm -hmm. I know. Like he's, he's well aware. (laughs) Yeah. So. Adric said the same thing to him. That's okay. (laughs) And then, and then he lets Adric die. (laughs) Which, which happens to the daughter here. So. (laughs) How about that? So, so my understanding uh, was that, and I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if this is actually true or not, but that uh, uh, Stephen Moffat, who was getting close to taking over, right, was the one right. who said, don't kill her? Yes. Yes. And yes. Because, and and yet he never uses her like <laughs> during mm-hmm. his run. Um, she, she does come back in Big Finish. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, of course. Many, many she years just, later. Many, many yeah. years later. I do kind of wonder if he had plans and, you know, something didn't work out. Maybe they couldn't get Georgia or something or whatever, but um, it would have been an interesting dynamic to see uh, Georgia with another doctor. Oh, very much so. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen that. I wouldn't mind seeing her back again, either like Mm -hmm. in the 60th anniversary or such. Yeah. It would have been great with Peter. Oh God. Oh yeah. She would have been. Yeah. So it was interesting. Overall, did you guys enjoy the storyline with this about you know the two warring factions and that they were doing clone armies and such? It's just an excuse. Like it really just feels like to me the story doesn't sell this. It's all on the performances from Georgia, David, and and uh, 
Catherine. Uh, Freema does a good job too, but she's her she's not given. She's just not given anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, Freema's good. I mean, she does what she's asked to do, and she does it pretty well. But uh, the character arc that they put her in is just dumb. Yeah. I mean, I still overall I enjoyed this episode. I mean, I, I'll agree. <laughs> there are lots of problems with the story but uh, i can hand wave it away because i the the performances are so much fun to watch yeah and um uh the characterization between the those the three especially the dr donna and, and jenny is, is so good mm-hmm. i mean that's the key to me that's the key difference between really tv and and movies movies i think you really have to have a great structure story-wise and plot or else it doesn't really work. But with TV, you can really focus on the characters. And if the story is weak, as long as the characters are strong and the characterizations and we learn something and we experience emotions with those characters, it really works well. Um, And this is a prime example of that for me. Yeah, I mean, the whole, the Cobb thing, the the basically almost almost to the point of insanity military commander right that's that's like such an old trope <laughs> you know especially in doctor who you see that over and over and over again but, so but to like to mike's point in the hands of nigel terry it's interesting oh he was good yeah again you know? that's 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 another one where the <laughs> performance outshone you know the script <laughs> yeah the actor's giving like yeah the actor's like taking what he's given and really adding to it um and uh yeah i mean uh nigel is like yeah you said mike you said king arthur but i think of him as like uh uh prince john because uh he plays uh prince john in in lion in winter in 1968 the one with um uh anthony hopkins and and Catherine hepburn, Catherine hepburn. peter o'toole yeah he's in that. that's one of my favorite movies and i like excalibur too so don't get me wrong excalibur is one of my favorite movies too so so he's great in all of those. And he's good in here too, but they don't give he adds the depth. There's no depth on the paper. I was I thought the Oh yeah, it, it's all performance. Because they're yeah. They're I mean, I don't know, they're all like they seem to be all programmed. Mm-hmm. Right? For and they're sort of one note. Oh, very much so. And that's you know, even the doctor's daughter at first was that way. You know, that she, you know, she was born, created whatever you want to call it with you know full military you know knowledge that yeah, was she can do gymnastic moves that was, <laughs> yeah. that was pretty amazing <laughs> that was really georgia no just kidding it wasn't i don't think it really was yeah i really don't think it was <laughs> that's when that's when david fell in love <laughs> that's what did it for him i say whoa look at her move that's awesome. That is awesome. But yeah, it was pretty cool. And, you know, I think it was an enjoyable story. I wouldn't recommend this as a first episode for somebody to watch. Uh, no, I think they'd be so confused. Yeah. Yeah. There's, they don't yeah. really explain the, the, the companions at all or the relationship there or anything. Although, once again, they do go out of their way multiple times to say that the doctor and Donna are not a couple. Like they 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 say yeah, that like about. They really want you to know. <laughs> they really they really pound that in. I was like, man, make a like, point of it. It's like we get it <laughs> exactly. I'd forgotten that they really just are like, nope, not this time. 
Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. Because I will say, too, at the end, you know, it is kind of a touching scene where uh, the doctor says goodbye to Martha again. Uh, and we know that's it's funny because they think it's the last time. It's like, no, no, you're going to say goodbye again and again. Twice. <laughs> like like Twice. two more times, I think, at mm-hmm. least, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, you know, it seems like she's still... I think that scene's really well too. David handles it really well. And I think Freema does really well too, where she's, you can still see there's that hint where she's still got a little bit of a crush on him. And, uh, and I, I like that. I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. I could see that. I I hate that. (laughs) I know. I know. And I get it. I get it. You know, that, that, uh, that she was mostly defined by the torch she carried. Uh, that season and I'm not a big fan of that either but um, I think like I said she she worked with it and I'm glad they at least acknowledge it because it does exist and, and they play the scene well I mean they play the scene really well yeah. I mean I don't really want to disparage Martha or Freema in this episode because she she's good she's doing the best she can <laughs> with what with what she's given it's just kind of a uh, you know, bad storyline, but that, where that doesn't go anywhere and that doesn't give her anything to do, really. Yeah, she's the one who really sells it when the half like gets sinks and dies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and she carries that for the rest of the pretty much the rest of the episode. Uh, that mm-hmm. weight on her, but it's never they never do anything with it, and that's unfortunate. No. It was interesting. It truly was interesting. She. The look on her face when the half died, it was heartbreaking and everything. And she was literally through the rest of the episode, like you said, Mike, she was very shell-shocked almost. And yeah. Freema carried that really, really well. And, and maybe that was their way of, uh, you know, at the end when she's like, I'm not doing this anymore. Because <laughs> Donna was like, hey, come on, join us. And she's like, nope, I'm nope, I've had it. This is. <laughs> That was enough for me. One sinking half <laughs> done. You gave me gave me a bad storyline, and then you killed the guy. So. Exactly, exactly. My That's only it. friend, in, my only friend in the episode, you killed. So yeah, I'm I'm done. Mm-hmm. You guys don't need me. You don't need me. Nope. It's interesting. It is very sad that you know she had to go through that. And I love because you know Donna says I can't see not ever doing this and everything. When she was talking to Martha and she was, and Martha was like, mm-hmm, just wait for four more episodes, dude. <laughs> Let me ask you this. So um, we know for sure, obviously, that Donna is going to come back for the 60th. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys, not just for the 60th, but just in general, how open are you guys to either Martha or uh, Jenny uh, returning in some fashion to Doctor Who in some in some way. Oh, I don't have a problem with no. that. I, I'm kind of hoping Freema will show up on the unit <laughs> spinoff. Oh yeah, good call. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, and actually, Jenny would work well for that too. That would be interesting. So yeah, I definitely think she would. You know, I think both of them would be great. I would love to see Jenny come back. I'd like to see, you know. Martha come back. I could see Martha coming back in the 60th or something, even somehow. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind if she showed up. Though I, I'm 
a little wary of, of wishing for things like that because then you get a story that has too many right. you know characters, right. too much stuff going on, and then nobody gets to do anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like the finale we just saw with Jody. Yes, very much like that. <laughs> you know, you got that. You know, nostalgia kicks in, and and it and it, that can like make a big difference and cover up a lot of mistakes and uh, and a lot of errors in the script and other things. But uh, at the end of the day, I yeah, if I want if they're back, I don't want them just be a, a nostalgia trip. I want them to do something with them. Yeah, you want um, them to be a part of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I had it in my head, and I don't know where this came from, but I had it in, this, in my head. I don't know. I don't think it was a big finish thing, but I had it in my head that eventually Jenny ends up with uh, Clara and me. Do you want to see that? I don't know if I ever want to see Clara and me again. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have a TARDIS, uh, and, and Jenny is a Time Lord-ish without a TARDIS. So she can kill both me and she can just kill them and take <laughs> over. She can kill them and take over the diner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't mean it that way. But you know, whatever I works, right? Think of that out there somewhere. Actually, can me die? I don't think so. Yeah, no. she's a, she's immortal, right? Yeah, she yeah. didn't die. Yeah, no, I mean, no, no, I mean, can she? No. Oh, so, so yeah, you could. Yeah, well, they haven't established it that she can. Yeah. It's, it's... I, I have no idea why that was in my head. I don't know if I heard it somewhere. It was a comic thing or something. I don't know. But um, uh, obviously, it wasn't, you know, something that was mentioned on a show or an episode or air canon or anything. But I said, yeah, great. Bring three characters together that you have no idea what to do with and then try to do something with them. That's not a very huh. good way to start things. <laughs> Mm-mm. Uh, Jen, Jenny just sends them both out the airlock and <laughs> takes wow. off. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, this, all she has to do is send them on a mission to go into the center of the TARDIS or something. And the... <laughs> right. They're never seen again. They're never seen again. <laughs> it could work. It totally could work. All right, kids. Let's go ahead and rate this one. One out of five TARDISes. One being the worst. Five being the best. I'll let Mr. Mike go first this time. Mary went first last time. Okay. Uh, I am going to give this a solid four. Um, despite the fact that, yeah, on lesser hands, the script is is a mess. Uh, and, you know, they really don't give Martha much to do anything good anyway. It's just, it is fun to see her again. And, uh, and, and David and Donna, uh, David and I should say David and Catherine and Georgia, uh, and Nigel too, and some of the other actors are good too. We didn't point out anybody else, but I mean, it is a solid and it is a fun watch. I mean, I could see myself watching this again, and again. I, I, I don't. Even though it's got like some, you know, warts and all, I would watch it again, uh, just because the interplay between the characters is so compelling. Because we never do see the Doctor really confront the fact that he's had a family and everything that he's lost. We don't see that very often. So when we do. Uh, and how open he is to the idea. And of course, when she dies, it's, you know, it's that all over again. Man, when he picks up, we didn't even talk, when he picks up that gun and goes after uh, Cobb, it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all knew he wasn't going to pull the trigger, but damn, you know, the way David sold it, it was like, I think he's going to kill him. Mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't blame right. him if he did. Let's put it that way. You at least get get the feeling that he wanted to. Yes. Yeah. And you get a feeling that uh, that Martha and I would be like, yeah, okay, you can kill him. Yeah, we're, <laughs> like, we're fine with that. They don't do anything <laughs> to stop him. Nothing. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. They and don't pull him back at all. It's the same prop that they had that the doctor used in his final story, David Tennant's final story. It's the same gun. Is it? It is. <laughs> wow. Funny. So it's like, wait a minute, I recognize that. It's at least the same model, but I'm sure, knowing the BBC, it's the same problem. It's probably the same <laughs> one, yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, four for me. I, I think it's a solid outing, and uh, I would watch it again. Okay, Mary, you're you're up. Oh, uh, let's see. I think I'll give it a... Uh, <laughs> I always like to split hairs. A 3.75. Because it doesn't quite make a four for me because I, the, I'm i annoyed at, at the storyline or the non-storyline that, that they gave Martha. She just... It was, it was too... It was like she was a gimmick. There wasn't any real reason for her to be there. And I think Freema deserves better than that, even though she did great with what little she had. Um, but yeah, I would watch. I would watch this again, definitely, because the performances are that strong. It overcomes any problems with the story. I think. I think the word you're looking for is that they chibnled her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Okay. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome. All right. Um, for me. I'm going to agree with Mr. Mike. I'm going to go with a solid four for this one. Um, it was enjoyable. Like I said, it's been about 15 years since I've watched it. So literally haven't, you know, seen where everything was coming from or, you know, we're trying to remember, you know, the storylines around it. And it it worked for me. Everything worked on this and everything. Georgia Moffat was great. And I just had to keep on putting out of my mind. That's his wife, dude. That's his wife. Yeah, when she says like dad or daddy, mm-hmm. it's like mm, Yeah, it was a, it's it's a, it's a bit weird. Story. That's when it gets creepy. Mm-hmm. They, <laughs> Although they, they hadn't they had they, not even started dating. Right. They weren't point. dating at the time. So yeah. Um that would be but uh yeah, normally uh we you know, we watch like six parters or four parters or whatever. We're like, man, they should have trimmed this down to two episodes. I think there's enough content here they could have made this a two-parter and really fleshed things out and i because i wanted to see more i wanted to see more of uh jenny i wanted to see more of the other aliens i wanted to see more of martha i i think they could have really had enough material to make this a two-parter if they wanted to mm-hmm. very much so yeah i definitely I could see that too it, it was interesting too because you know i definitely think you know there's a whole world there that you know i wanted to find out more about like you know what it was all based off of and, you know, what started the war, the whole thing with that. And it was just interesting and everything. And the whole thing, you know, I kept on thinking when they started the terraforming, uh, search for Spock. All of- <laughs> That was my first thought too. Course, whenever I hear terraforming, <laughs> I see the Genesis device in action. Yep. 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 Yeah, but, exactly. And so it was just like, Oh, so the, uh, basically the half is going to come back as Spock. Got it. There we go. <laughs> so it was awesome. And folks, if you haven't seen this one in a while, it is worth watching again. So definitely check it out. And hopefully you'll be able to watch it on HBO Max for sorry, Max for a little just Max. Yeah. Just Max. Mm-hmm. So 
I think that is going to wrap up the episode now. And for folks who are interested, on the 10th and 11th of June, we will be appearing live at Concaster Burris in Huntsville, Alabama. And as of right now, it's all three of us coming and it should be a ton of fun. And we have a couple panels scheduled. We don't have exact times yet. So that's why we're not putting anything out there yet. But we'll have a table and definitely come up. We have some ESW swag that we'll be giving away for if you come up and say, hey, I listened to the show. You'll get a gift. If you don't come up to the table and say, I never listened to the show, you'll get a gift. So <laughs> Who the hell are you? You get exactly. a gift. <laughs> you get a gift. We're that kind of people because we love you guys. We really do. Tell us what you guys thought about this episode. We definitely would love to hear from you guys. Definitely check us out. Feedback at ourstationwho.com. And Mary Ogle, you have anything you want to promote? Oh, you can find me at maryogle.com or on Etsy at eVisionArts. And of course, as always, thank you for joining us tonight. Oh, thank you. And Mr. Mike, we made it through another one. We did. And as always, it's my pleasure. Folks, we will see you guys again soon. Check out our website, earthstationwho.com, for older episodes. And we have a great Facebook group if you ever get a chance. And we're up on Twitter and we're up on, you know, some other social medias. You know, there's so many of them nowadays. It's like I lose track where I post the stuff. So we are everywhere. So wherever you listen to find Doctor Who podcast, our station who is there too. So definitely check us out. Until then, my name is Mike Faber. On behalf of the three of us, we will see you guys later. Peace. And we are done. You have been listening to Earth Station Who, a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across the universe. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher, or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes. has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.